sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. In the Gospels, Jesus says, Judge not, lest ye be judged. Then why is this is the church so judgmental? Why is the church so judgy? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into judgment and judgmentalism, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got a question about today's episode, or if you have an idea for a future episode, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. And I want to repeat, especially a topic like this, uh, judgmentalism um, and judgment and the church's teaching. Uh, it, please feel free to reach out. If you've watched or listened to the show at all, you know that um, we do appreciate listener feedback. So if you, especially if you disagree, uh, feel free to send those emails to Robin Brugham. Oh, nah, I knew you were going <laughs> to do that. Ignition at SFCatholic.org. I already gave the, the address out. Ignition <laughs> at SFCatholic.org. I am joined in studio once again by my occasional co-host, I guess, Robin Bruggeman. Hey, Robin. Hello. Robin, so you've introduced yourself many times, mm-hmm. uh, woman, wife, mother. Uh, tell us a fun fact about Robin that we might not otherwise know. See, I love on. polka dots. You- <laughs> <laughs> and you're wearing, are you wearing polka dots? It looks like it from here. They're not polka dots. They're not polka dots, but they, they kind of, anyways, is that okay. a fun fact? Sure. That wasn't what you were looking for. That was for. not what I was <laughs> looking for. That kind of fits with you. I was looking for something that would be more um, uh, incongruent with you. But I hate mice. Uh, no, that fits with you too. I, <laughs> oh, man. Like, I don't if know. I feel like uh, I – never mind. Okay. So – Think of something someday. You think of something. See, I caught you last time too when I said fun fact about you. You had a hard time thinking. Did you do so. that to me? See, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I did not do that on purpose. Yeah. Anyways, but karma comes. I'm just around. really not that interesting. You're, oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, Robin, today, uh, as I said and mentioned in the opening, we're going to talk a little bit about um, judgmentalism, mm-hmm. and and this topic was sparked by a conversation that you and I had just uh, just a few days ago. Yep. So, for the sake of our listeners, would you mind if you remember? Uh, I hope you do, because I don't. Um, what was the spark for why, how we got in this conversation about maybe, maybe spending an episode talking about the church's teaching, mm-hmm. uh, and, and whether or not the church's teaching is judgmental. Yeah. So I've had a few situations this summer or times I found myself in with people, whether it's friends or family or just acquaintances where it's come up that they feel the church and they're Catholics, great mm-hmm. Catholic people, but they feel like the church is judgmental when it comes towards people um, that are maybe living differently than what the church teaches right. um, and how, yeah, how they just feel like the church or the people in general, maybe that they're feeling judged and they're yeah. maybe not, and they're not even the people that are living, you know, X, Y, Z sort of thing. That's right. not maybe in line with the church's teaching but they're just feeling like that's how it's coming across in a lot of the topics that are hot right now in the church. And I wasn't sure how to um, react to that because I can kind of see what they're saying, but at the same time, I don't really feel like the church is like that. And I don't want people to feel like it is. I want people to see the church as loving and beautiful because it is. And so I think it's a perception 
of how people are perceiving or feeling the church is giving something off when in fact, I don't actually think it is. I just think it's a perception, maybe. So um, I brought it to your attention just because it just, it actually more than anything just made me sad when that happened multiple times over the summer where I just was in a situation where you're just not really sure what to say because you want to defend the church and you don't want people to have the feeling of whatever the feeling is they think the church is giving off. So I was curious, like your thoughts on that, because you're um, so wise and brilliant and what, um, I mean, this is your area of expertise and I appreciate it so much. Like, right. you know, what the, te- the church teaches, teaches and then how to present that in a way that it's like actually out of love that the church does take the stand it does on certain topics. Um, but then how we can maybe change that culture to right. people feeling more that this is all love. Um, so anyways, that's kind of how we that's, came to yeah, this that's, place. Thanks for the reminder. And, and it is an increasingly common uh, reality that n- not, not only people who aren't Catholic, mm-hmm. but people who are Catholic do have the sense or, or even a strong conviction mm-hmm. that some of the churches, uh, what is in our culture today at least, more controversial teachings mm-hmm. are um, at least judgmental. And mm-hmm. in some cases, they beyond bigoted, um, prejudicial, hateful. Yeah. Um, kind of things. Yeah. So how do we respond to that? And I, um, th- there's a couple of things. So first of all, I, 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 as you were talking about this, I, I remembered an episode way back. It was back from February, actually. It was a longer, uh, for, longer ago than I thought it was, um, that, uh, that I recorded on the church's take on LGBTQ mm-hmm. issues, which is, it's a lot around same sex attraction and, and sexual or gender identity. Yes. And you, your episode on that is so good. Thank I mean, you. I would, Anybody that's listening now, please listen to it. So that's episode Go back. 496. Yes, it's so good. So good. No matter where you stand on it or if you just don't even know much about it, just listen because it's it's so good. So good. You really did a great job Thank of you. educating. Um, yeah, so worth a listen. Thank you. So, and, and, and I remember, I, I feel like I talked a little bit about uh, judgmentalism in that episode. Mm-hmm. But when you brought mm-hmm. this up in this more recent conversation, you know, it's, it's it would be worth not so much talking about uh, the church's teaching on on um, sexual gender identity issues or same sex attraction, mm-hmm. uh, but more just more I, th- that general sense of uh, the church's teaching is um, judgmental. Um, mm-hmm. So a couple of things just to get started. First of all, so you you are um, so newer listeners may not have or maybe just haven't heard you on here before. You're an adult convert, so yes. you came to the church uh, as an adult. Yep. Did you before because you were a faithful Christian woman yep. before? So. Yep. Um, follower of Jesus Christ, reader scripture, and so on. Did you, from the outside looking in, then um, as as a Christian who was not Catholic, did you see the church as judgmental at all? Yes, actually, that's funny that you even asked that because I did. I, but I just did. I had not complimentary feelings towards the church in general, right. unfortunately, right? Because I was wrongly catechized on the church's so- real. So you ha- you had misunderstandings Truth. about yes. what, what the church teaches or yes. why yeah. it teaches it. But then it just had just a general, eh, of, right. you know, right. but right. thanks be to God, I've, Obviously <laughs> I've, that I've changed. found the truth right. and then right. I've, I've sought so, the truth. So, yeah, yeah. so um, kind of d- depending on where we're coming from, that, that can mm-hmm. be the case. There yeah. might just be a general apprehension or distrust or something yeah. of yeah. the church. That may not be people who are raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. But I do think it can also be, well, I know it can also be um, 
coming from that, that sense of the church's judgmental or whatever, coming from um, a lack of understanding of mm-hmm. either what the church teaches or maybe even more why the church teaches yeah. it. I think that's one thing. Another thing that I, I did mention to you when we had that sort of preliminary conversation was, uh, I, I unfortunately, I think the reason that sometimes people feel the church is being judgmental is because members of the church are in fact being judgmental. Yeah. So maybe the church's teachings per se, um, the doctrine is not as judgmental as we might initially think it is. Right. Um, so that's, I think that's true. And we're going to talk about that, but mm-hmm. unfortunately it is true that there are members of the church who themselves are ju- Catholics yeah. who are judgmental about certain issues, mm-hmm. whether the hot butt topic, <laughs> hot, hot, hot topic buttons. Yeah. What is we that? The hot button topics. Thanks Casey. Um, it's a or, twister. Or, or other issues. I'm having a tough time. That this was, this was take four before we actually got beyond, I think second five in this episode, but we finally got there. Um, so whether it's hot button topics or other topics mm-hmm. uh, that Catholics do have judgmental, some Catholics. Yeah. And I, how do I know that? Because I've been there and done that. We're all human. Where I, I look yeah. down on people because they're not doing what they should be doing. And so they, I think I think it's, a prep, you know, I don't want to get too much into birth order psychology here, but oh. <laughs> I'm the oldest. I'm a rule follower. So people who don't follow the rules, I'm like, come on here. Yeah. You're supposed to, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> um, so I know that. Catholics can be judgmental because I've been judgmental. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yet, to your point, though, the church's teaching isn't judgmental. Right. And that's what I wanted to take some time to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I just want to say, and I think this affects all of us, whether it's on a certain topic, whether you're Catholic or not Catholic, you're just going to be in situations. It's It's just the world we live in. Right where it'll just be beneficial right. to everybody to just have a better understanding of how we can um, be more present and more charitable maybe right. in certain situations. Right. So, and I, and I think this is right. Amen. So, so I, I think a couple um, big points to be, well, one in particular to begin with uh, is that the church definitively teaches emphatically teaches that God and therefore people who follow him. uh, Mm -hmm. So certainly we as Catholics should also love every. Yes. Yes. um, That we're called to love everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's for some of, well, diacris, we know that. No, no, but no, I, that I, because everything I'm going to say, people are going to say, well, I thought you said you're supposed to love her. No, we, we are called to love everyone. The, The issue or the question I think is what does love Actually, what does it mean to love mm-hmm. somebody? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the disagreement or the the struggle can come right. in. I totally agree. But yeah. it, but it begins by saying that we are called to love everyone. Mm-hmm. So again, mm-hmm. to use it, it, it you, this is usually brought up in the context of some of those um, issues of sexual morality. Uh, and and the church says whether you somebody has same sex attraction or not, whether some somebody identifies according to their biological sex or not, we're called to love mm-hmm. all of them, mm-hmm. everybody. Right. Period. Okay. So so any comments on that, Robin? I well, I was thinking you're going to say the the very popular 
love the sinner and not the sin sort of thing. <laughs> right, right. So that's so I, I was I, I was, do, but maybe do, not. But not yeah, yet. I mean, okay. So so. <laughs> The question is, though, I think, what does it mean to love somebody? Mm-hmm. So the church also says, so we're called to love everybody, but the church also says um, that there are certain actions, whether they're physical actions or mental, certain mm-hmm. choices we make mm-hmm. that can do us harm. Right. Um, that can do, that, that we can, by, by certain decisions or choices we make, we do ourselves uh, potentially physical harm, emotional or psychological mm-hmm. harm, and or spiritual, spiritual yeah. harm. Uh, and and we call the these choices, one of the words for them is sins. Yep. So a sin is a choice that we make that whether we realize mm-hmm. it or not, um, there's some nuance there, but mm-hmm. leave it that for now. Whether we realize it or not, we do, we're doing harm to ourselves and potentially other people right. as well. Yeah. Um, so, so the church is, when the church speaks about sin, they're not, this is another key point. It's not arbitrary rules like, okay, mm-hmm. so now this, this, this choice, is it good or bad? Well, you know, Pope Francis, you're going to flip a coin to decide. <laughs> no, that's not what, what the church says is certain choices are harmful to us based on our human nature. Mm-hmm. And what makes us human? Mm-hmm. It's not arbitrary, but decided by the Pope, by Pope Francis or God Himself. It's based on who and what we are as human beings. Mm-hmm. Certain actions are going to be in accord with our human nature, what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. Certain actions are going to be in discord with right. our human nature. Yeah. Uh, and 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 really, in a sense, that's what a all comes down mm-hmm, to, but, mm-hmm, but there's a lot mm-hmm. there to unpack. So, yeah. and every sin, I mean, not just like hot. Yeah. Every hot sin topics right now is everything. Right. Like right. all sin is like that. Yep. They, they all do harm to ourselves. So the church, mm-hmm. but the church, the church is a good mother and she mm-hmm. doesn't want us to cause harm to ourselves right. or anybody else. So we're going to yeah. unpack that a little bit, but folks, yeah. if you're just tuning in, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, talking today with Robin Bruggeman about judgmentalism and the church's teaching. So um, God loves everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there there are some people, uh, some Catholics, unfortunately, who have been judgmental, but our, our point today is the church's teachings objectively are not right. judgmental. Yeah, and uh, I think then even just the clarification of I think we just tend to speakly or loosely say the church's judgment, but like it's separating that out. Yeah. It's the, it's really the vocabulary. Right. <laughs> you know, it's people can be judgmental, but the teachings, the, ter- the teachings of the church are not right. Yeah. Right. But still, so, so some people would say, okay, fine. I recognize the distinction, but doesn't the church say um, that it's wrong to act out on same sex attraction, same sex desires? Mm-hmm. Yes. Doesn't the church say that you should um, identify uh, your gender according to your biological sense, that, mm-hmm. that they, they should be basically the same thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's being judgmental because what about the people who have same-sex attraction? Mm-hmm. Um, shouldn't they be able to love others? What are the people who experience gender dysphoria? Yep. Shouldn't they be able to identify according to, and this goes back to the point that we were just making, okay, shouldn't they be able to? But again, the, what the church's teachings is what's in accord with what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. What the church is, is, is saying in her teachings is if you want to live a life fully alive, um, true and authentic happiness, full flourishing, then this is, in a, in a sense, 
the the owner's manual for mm-hmm. being human. I mean, that's for years, for decades at this point. Yeah. Um, I love that metaphor or that image of the church's moral teachings in particular. That just as, you know, with my Chrysler Pacifica minivan, mm-hmm. Chrysler gives me the owner's manual. Mm-hmm. They, they're they the ones who made the van, the minivan. Right. So in order for me to use the van well, in order for the van to function properly, here's the 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 owner's guide. Yeah. made by the given to me by the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The church's church's teachings are that for human beings. That's a very good analogy. I like it. <laughs> I, like I like it. it. I, I didn't make it up. Somebody else. Many people use it, but I like so. So <laughs> these these images or these these teachings, uh, they might be controversial, but they shouldn't be, mm-hmm. uh, because they're about. Listen, we, we, I, I I recognize. So this is what the church says. And and any any anybody who is a Catholic should say to those who experience same sex attraction or those who experience gender dysphoria, I do not downplay or negate negate or mock or belittle your experience, mm-hmm. your experiences, what your desires are, how, what you're experiencing internally. Um, what I am saying to you, though, is that recognizing what you might want to act in a certain way or identify a certain way. Um, that is not going to lead to your true mm-hmm. happiness and fulfillment mm-hmm. in this life, let right. alone the afterlife. Right. Um, that to follow, yeah, it, it, is it difficult? Is it hard to follow this way of life? Yes, mm-hmm. it is. But it will lead to true happiness and fulfillment. And there's so many mm-hmm. things, Robin, in life where we see this in everyday with yeah. doing uh, the thing that leads actually to my well-being might be difficult. Mm-hmm. But but I recognize that even though there is pain, there is in fact gain right. of happiness, right. of joy. Yeah. That's... Not really. I mean, no. Yes and no. I'm just thinking of just... Like if you go back and listen to the episode that you mentioned earlier to re-listen to, um, you know, you talk about other um, situations or um, like you talked about um, where, yeah. like where someone might want to cut off one of their yeah, limbs. There's or a psychological condition where somebody yeah. wants to delimb. They feel like I shouldn't have this limb. Yeah. It's very, 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 very rare. rare but, but it's a it real condition. But it was such a good um, comparison where you would still want to tell that person if you if you had something like that in your life, like, oh, no, no, like, <laughs> we love you. Don't do that, you Don't know? Don't do that, right. It's so similar. It all comes back to love. And so really, you know, as the people of the church, if we understand and um, accept and trust the church teachings, right. then we can, out of love, respond with love, for that person to help them in a loving way um, to see how, like if we're like just how we feel then in return, that it's all out of love and, um, and extreme care for that person. Right. So it's quite the opposite of judging or um, thinking less of someone because we're actually having extreme love for that person. Yes. So this is where, and I may have said this in back in 496 to love is not to say you be you. Right. right. To love is to desi- to desire what is best for the other person. Yes. That's um, true love. It is it, it it's it's almost the like 
The opposite of love, let, let people make this observation, saints, theologians, scholars of all sorts. The opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is indifference. Mm-hmm. Like, eh, whatever, yeah. whatever. And to me, that's sort of like the, this, the spirit of tolerance, this yeah. age of tolerance is really in. like, a, eh, yeah, whatever. Totally. In, it, in fact, there, there is some hate in our society for mm-hmm. sure, but there's mm-hmm. a whole heck of a lot more of indifference. Yes, like, very much apathy. so. Yeah. Apathy towards other people. Thinking that that's how they should, that that's by that's being loving. Right. But it's not. But it's not. It's not. Yeah. Like, like if, if somebody, if somebody is struggling with alcoholism mm-hmm. and I'm, eh, whatever, yeah, you be you, that's not loving right. them. Right. If some, I think I did bring up these examples. If somebody's struggling with an eating disorder, mm-hmm. I don't want to affirm their mistaken self perception. Right. Because right. that's going to do them serious harm. harm. Yeah. It's not loving yeah. to affirm their mistaken self perception. Yeah, exactly. It, it and does those are them such harm. good um, comparisons because even though they're different, they are the same. It just all comes back to wanting what's best for that person in love. Right. And then understanding what the true love is then. Right. Too, which, and then that leads back to the church too. Right, the, exactly. The, the church is truth and total love, total now, love. And I can see what somebody might say, okay, but uh, we we know that um, anorexia or alcoholism mm-hmm. leads to self-harm. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you know that um, living um, a gay or lesbian lifestyle or embracing a uh, gender identity other than biological sex. Like how do you, we know, well, in fact, there are studies, there are um, books, th- th- there is scientific, psychological, medical evidence behind mm-hmm. that, but it does also come down to uh, what you've been hearkening back to the church's teachings. And do I accept the, 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 hypothesis. <laughs> Do I accept the hypothesis, the thesis statement that the church is the means by which Jesus Christ ensures that his teachings mm-hmm. um, continue to be proclaimed throughout history, yes. throughout the world or not? Right. If the answer to that is no, then that's a different conversation. Right. Right. Let's have that conversation. Yeah. But if your answer to that is yes, then, okay, it's mm-hmm. not judgmental right. for us to say that um, sex and, or sorry, uh, biological sex and gender identity are one and the same mm-hmm. or ought to be one and the same. It's not hateful or judgmental to say that um, following through on one same sex desires um, is, 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 does, does harm to ourselves spiritually, if, if, if not in other ways, emotionally mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not hateful. It's not prejudicial. It's not judgmental. Because it comes out of a conviction that that's not because it comes from a conviction that this is the truth of the human person. And again, mm-hmm. we want what is best for everyone. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Renee, uh, Renee, you're not Renee. I'm sorry, Robin. <laughs> I've done that before. That's okay. You're used uh, to. Ro- I'm used to Renee Kranz. Uh, Robin, uh, we've got about four or five minutes left. Uh, just as you think about some of the conversations you've had, if you're putting yourself in the situation of, the, the other person, the other people that you've been talking with, mm-hmm. any, any sense of what are some of the other questions or, or um, disagreements or uh, challenges they might have to what we've been talking about? Hmm. I know it's hard to sometimes put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. 
You know, I think they also, I, th- I think another thing that sometimes um, people are struggling with when a topic like or a conversation like that comes up is the, how it seems like that sort of a, I'm just going to say sin um, is so much like different maybe than another sin, but sin is sin. And so that there seems to be emphasis on the hot button topic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, to be, I think that's the, uh, like people say, why is the church so obsessed with sex? Well, the church is not <laughs> obsessed with sex. Our culture is obsessed right. with sex. <laughs> That's true. And so when the church says, uh, no, like, why are you being? Yeah. Because the church is saying, that's not what's best for you. Right. Uh, and on this thing, because our, our culture is so like, but I want to, when mm-hmm. somebody says just clear, quietly, but clearly, no, then we're like, oh, you're obsessing. No, yeah. we're just not saying you be you. Right. And yeah. it's not, I mean, that's on, that's not just on questions of transgenderism mm-hmm. or or gay lesbian issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, on, on all the, I mean, sex outside of marriage yeah. or, or adulterous yeah. relationships. Right. Right. She says with all, no, that's not what, yeah. it, that's not what is best for you. Yeah. And I think it's just hard though, to go against the, because we live in this time in life where when we go against what someone's saying, we're like, no, actually that's not, then we're, we feel like, or, you know, we may be seen as like, um, like, disagreeing in a wrong way, right? you know, but right. that's just the times we live in. Don't I think it comes down to, we live in such an offendable yeah. time. Yeah. Everybody's offended. They're looking to be offended. You know, so I, I think that's a lot of it. If people would just stop being so offendable. <laughs> and this goes back to the, the, the saying that you thought I was going to say much earlier, which I want to bring back now, mm-hmm. loving the sin, but hating the sinner. We are, we as Christians, as Catholics, um, recognize there's a distinction between who I am and how I act. Mm-hmm. So it's possible for you to love me and still rebuke me. Mm-hmm. It's possible for you to want what is best for me and say, and this Chris, this thing that you're doing is in fact not what is best for you. Yeah. Just like being a parent. Right. Right. It's discipline and it's parent. It's tough love. Right. As the bishop just um, had his homily on this last well, Sunday, as we're recording. Yeah, right, right. From, <laughs> Tough from, love. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that. It's like being a parent has to be. Yeah. You, you, I want what is best be. for you. <laughs> I want what is best for you. Because and therefore, I'm you. not going to say, oh, just, you know, whatever you want. Yeah. Because that's not what is best. Right. If I just gave into my every whim and every desire, I would probably be dead by now. Yeah. Not because <laughs> I've desired <laughs> horrendous things, but just if I lived that way, yeah. I mean, just like think of like one of the things I struggle with is... Food, loving, you know, whether it's sweet or salty, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. I like it all, snacks and desserts and everything. I probably would be dead from a heart attack or something by yeah. now because because of, of not eating healthy. Yeah, so it applies in so many ways. So many ways. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> just, um, I, I, I would, I would in beg, implore anybody who's listening to look at the church's teachings, not as mm-hmm. finger wagging, but as holding out, there's a better way. Yes. There, and, and yeah, it's hard mm-hmm. and it might not look initially like that's going to lead to happiness, but in fact it does because mm-hmm. I know people like the one sitting across from me who are living it and experience it. Mm-hmm. So Robin, we're out of time for this episode. Thanks for being yeah, here today. Thanks. 
And folks, that will wrap up, wrap up this episode. Again, if you have questions about this episode or if you have ideas for future episodes, email us ignition at sfcatholic.org. Until next time, may God bless you.